Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Uh, it's, uh, you know, hey, how are you doing? Thank you for turning on this podcast. Please go ahead and uh, share it. You can tag me if you wanna. You should be able to do that. If you can't, let me know. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, go let the people know. All right, so the first word in this episode is Cresol. C-R-E-S-O-L. Don't know why that came out weird. Cresol. Noun from circa 1869. Any of three poisonous, colorless, crystalline, or liquid isomeric phenols. C7H8O. There are three of these poisonous, colorless, crystalline, or liquid isometric phenols, and any of them are cresols. Um, and this is basically it's a, an irregular form of creosote. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. The sound effect is going to be, uh, yep. Next is cress, C R E S S, noun from before the 12th century. Any of various crucifers with moderately pungent leaves used especially in salads as a a watercress. And the scientific species name for watercress is Nasturtium officinale. Officinale. And then B, the synonym is garden cress. Uh, I'm not very familiar with the cresses. I didn't realize that the leaves were moderately pungent. What do they smell like? Um, the etymology basically just says akin to Old High German caressa with a K, which means cress. So it's just cress means cress. Yup. Next word is crescent. So we just added an E-T to the previous word. Is it a, a little, a little leaf? One of the leaves of a cress? Probably not. Noun from the 14th century. An iron vessel or basket used for holding an illuminant and, and mounted as a torch or suspended as a lantern. Um, the example of the illuminant could be oil. You could light some oil on fire and then it will illuminate so uh yeah let's see the etymology it is from anglo-french chris which means grease you could also probably light grease on fire and there's more at the word grease go grease lightning da, 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 da. uh let's see yeah it's just an iron vessel or basket holding a thing that can be lit on to, to be a torch and suspended in a lantern. I don't think people use these so much anymore, but maybe we'll find a picture. This seems like an old thing when there was no electricity to create light. Crescent. Yup. Next word, Cressida. Capital C-R-E-S-S-I-D-A. Noun from the 14th century. I think... Uh, anyway... A Trojan woman of medieval legend who pledges herself to Troilus, but while a captive of the Greeks, gives herself to Diomedes. So she's Trojan, she becomes a captive of the Greeks, uh, 
and uh, but she wanted to pledge herself to tried to pledge herself to Troilus. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, what did she do? She was uh, just a legend. She was just a, a woman. She didn't have. She wasn't a, a goddess. She didn't have powers. She was just just somebody. Um, okay. What? Uh, okay. I, I'm very confused. I guess. Uh, there is a car. I had one of these because it was a used three times car uh, called the Cressida. Was it Toyota? I think it was Toyota. I'm not entirely sure why they named a car after this Trojan woman, but it sounds like, I mean, she was a legend. Maybe we need to, we'll post a, a like a Wikipedia link in the show notes so we can go learn more about Cressida. But um, yeah, there's, there's more to this story. It's good to get a little bit of information here, but um, yeah, what's the rest of the story? Uh, okay, and I think uh, somebody named Jessica should have a car called Cressida. Man, when I got the car, I think my dad bought it used, and then my sister had it, and then I got it, and it was 20 years old, and I wasn't taking great care of it, and the side mirror was broken, and it had a bunch of bumper stickers on it, and it was this poop brown color, but it did have a very cool uh, like a computer, like one of the early car computers. It was like a 1982 car, uh, and it had this cool computer. It would tell you your miles per gallon and had a little, like, a number pad. I just remember playing with that when I was a kid. Okay, next word. Yep. It is the word crest. First form, noun from the 14th century. 1A, a showy tuft or process on the head of an animal and especially a bird. And then it says to see the bird illustration. Yeah, it's the stuff on the top. It's their hair. It's, you know, the the hair that pokes out of their head is the crest. 1B, the plume or identifying emblem worn on a knight's helmet. And then also the top of a helmet, like the crest of a bird. 1C1, a heraldic representation of the crest. One, what did I say for that one? One, it was one C1. I feel like I said one B1. Next is one C2. A heraldic device depicted above the the escutcheon, the escutcheon, but not upon a helmet. A heraldic device depicted above the escutcheon, but not a, not upon a helmet. And escutcheon is E-S-C-U-T-C-H-E-O-N. Can't wait to get to that word. 1C3, it is just the 2A definition for the words coat of arms. 1D, a ridge or prominence on a part of an animal body. A ridge or prominence. So anything that uh, sort of sticks out or something maybe their back could be a crest the top of their head those are the only things i can really think of depends on the animal number two something suggesting a crest especially in being an upper prominence edge or limit as to a the synonym is peak p-e-a-k like the peak of a mountain uh especially the top line of a mountain or hill to be the ridge of a roof. 
That is the crest where the two parts meet at the top. 2C, the top of a wave. It crests over and then you can surf it or body surf it or boogie board it or just have it smash on you. Number 3A, a high point of an action or process and especially of one that is rhythmic. Uh, so is that like the the, the crest of a, uh, hmm, well, this is getting into crescendo. That's probably what it's related to um, because, yeah, the top of a, the rhythmic, the high point of like a rhythmic phrase is the crest where it peaks. Yeah, it crescendos to that point. 3B, the synonyms are climax and culmination, as in, at the crest of his fame. Uh, he hit the top of it, and it's just all downhill from there. Crestal, with an A-L, that is an adjective, and crestless is also an adjective. No crests for you. Let's see. Uh, probably, let's see, from the Latin crista, which is probably akin to the Latin crinus, which means hair. Uh, well, that makes sense with the bird, but it's so interesting that it also seems very related to uh, crescent and crescendo because it's, you know, it's, I don't know, I just feel like that's the case, but it's not saying it is here. I suspect it is. Uh, yep. Next is the second form of crest, verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. One, to furnish with a crest, also the synonym crown. Two, to reach the crest of, as in crested the hill and looked around, and they saw such beautiful sights. Now we have intransitive, to rise to a crest. As in, waves cresting in the storm. Cresting in the storm. Uh, yep. Next is crested. Adjective from the 14th century. And it just means having a crest. As in, a crested bird. Are there bird names? It's like the crested warbler. Or the crested something or other. I feel like... I feel like some of them have that name. It just means they have a crest, probably on the top of their head. Next. Uh, yep. Oh, crested wheatgrass. Two words. Noun from 1923. Either of two Eurasian grasses that are grown in the U.S. for forage and for erosion control. Helps to stop the erosion. Well, these are very helpful then. Let's see, the, the names of these Eurasian grasses, Agroperon cristatum, and then also Agroperon desertorum, but then there's another one, Agroperon sibiricum. Yeah, maybe the first two are the same with different names, and then the, yeah, I don't know. Crested wheatgrass. Uh, yep. Next is crestfallen, adjective from 1589, one, having a drooping crest or hanging head. Uh, my head is hanging, so the crest on my head is 
has fallen. Number two, feeling shame or humiliation. And the synonym is dejected. Uh, When you're not sharing this podcast, I feel so crestfallen. No, I'm kidding. I don't know when you don't do it. Crestfallenly is an adverb, and crestfallenness is a noun. Nobody wants to feel crestfallen. Next. Yep. Cresting. Noun from 1862. A decorative edging or railing, as on pottery or furniture. A decorative edging or railing. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Maybe we'll find a picture of some interesting-looking cresting. Uh, yeah, on the, on the edge of a bowl, there might be some fancy edge. Or, uh, let's see, a, a bookshelf or a dresser. Maybe on the edges, they've added some fancy, fancy cresting. Uh, yep. Next is Cretaceous. This looks like one long definition. Uh, so, it is spelled capital C-R-E-T-A-C-E-O-U-S. I feel like I feel like the movie Cretaceous Park doesn't quite have the same ring as Jurassic Park. It's also maybe a little bit harder for people to say Cretaceous. Ooh, I should do... Uh, I'm maybe taking a pause on these backwards videos that I've talked about. I've got them on YouTube, but I think it would be fun to do um, uh, these all these old time periods. Jurassic, Cretaceous, uh, the other ones that I can't think of at the moment, but there's a bunch of them. Paleontology? No, that's something else. Uh, Okay, Cretaceous, adjective from 1832. The time period was, though, way before 1832. Of relating to or being the last period of the Mesozoic era characterized by continued dominance of reptiles, emergent dominance of angiosperms, diversification of mammals, and the extinction of many types of organisms at the close of the period. Also, of relating to or being the corresponding system of rocks. And then it says to see the geologic timetable. That'll be fun. Cretaceous is also a noun. All right, so I'm just going to add a little bit more to this. Uh, Let's see, the corresponding system of rocks. This was the last section I read. Um, You know, it's the time period when all those animals and living things lived, but then also all the rocks, uh, when they go back, when they look at like a, a cliff or they go digging for rocks or something, they can see, you know, when those rocks were put there or when they were, uh, I don't know. You know, there's a time period of that stuff. Okay, so what about all these animals and things? Um, Okay, reptiles dominated. I'm assuming these are dinosaurs. See, this is the thing that I think a lot of people don't think about is that dinosaurs, it's not like they all lived at the same time. There was a st- one stage where certain dinosaurs lived, and then, you know, that lasted for millions of years. Millions of years. And then they went extinct, and then other dinosaurs cropped up, and they were around for millions of years. But, you know, it was a maybe not so much extinct. Maybe it was more of an evolution. Not sure of the details. But basically, there were a certain amount of dinosaurs who dominated 
the Cretaceous period, uh, the angiosperms, they, they uh, were emerging. Uh, mammals during this period diversified. It was probably a lot of very small mammals, but then because this was millions of years, they evolved and changed. Uh, they diversified their portfolio. And then there, were, uh, there was lots of extinctions. Many types of organisms at the end of the Cretaceous, they went extinct. And they said, bye-bye. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next word is Cretan. C-R-E-T-I-N. Noun from 1779. Number one is often offensive. So don't use it. One afflicted with Cretanism. And we're going to learn about that in the next one, but I'm pretty sure that that is a... Um, a term that we do not use anymore. Uh, okay, number two. Again, I would probably say maybe often offensive, but maybe this is slightly different context or very different context. It is a stupid, vulgar, or insensitive person. And the synonym is clod or lout. So, you know, they're just being a butthead, basically. So you can call them a cretin. They're acting, they're acting stupid or vulgar or insensitive. They're not nice. Cretinous with an O-U-S. That is an adjective. Let's see. This is from French. Cretine. Uh, it literally means wretch or innocent victim. Wretch is spelled with a W at the beginning. Um, oh, it's also somehow from the Latin Christianus, which means Christian. Um, so I'm not sure how Christian and innocent victim or wretch are connected exactly, but I'm sure there's some logical reason for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Next is this word that was just brought up, Cretanism. C-R-E-T-I-N. I-S-M. Noun from 1801. I feel like I should probably find, find out when maybe this we stopped using this because this really should not be used anymore. So I have to uh, preface this then with apologies in advance for what I'm about to read because this is uh, all very old school. A usually congenital abnormal condition marked by physical stunting and mental retardation, and caused by severe hypothyroidism. Um, so, I think, you know, this probably is still a thing, but I, I have to believe that we have a different term for it these days. Um, you know, it's, this all sounds very scientific, actually, um, but, uh, but yeah, there, there, there must be different uh, medical terms for this than cretinism, which I don't think is the best one. Okay, we have one more word for this episode. Uh, yep, we do. It is creton or creton. C-R-E-T-O-N-N-E. Noun from 1863. It is a strong cotton or linen cloth used especially for curtains and upholstery. And this is from, I don't know how to say it, creton, 
Creton, Normandy. Wait, is that... Uh, so Normandy, is that a town in France or a, a city? And then is Creton a part of that town? Or maybe Normandy is the region and then Creton or Creton, probably Creton, that is a town. And that's probably where they made this strong cotton or linen cloth. Okay, so the words in this episode were Cresol, Cress, Cresset, Cressida, Crest, Crest, Crested, Crested, Wheatgrass, Crestfallen, Cresting, Cretaceous, Cretan, Cretanism, and Creton. Well, uh, I, I, I really like Cretaceous. I just find all that stuff very fascinating. I should probably learn more about it. Uh, but we'll learn more in the geologic timetable. But I think just from a personal standpoint, I'm going to pick Cressida as the word of the episode because, because my very first car was a Cressida. And so I always have a very fond place in my heart for that word, I guess. I feel like I really should learn more about this Trojan woman of medieval legend. Cressida was a Trojan woman of medieval legend who pledges herself to Troilus, but while a captive of the Greeks gives herself to Diomedes. And there's probably more to the story. All right, I think that is enough for today. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for listening, and until the next time, right after this one, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.